there, and welcome to the Job Street Quality Connections podcast, where we share advice from top employers to help guide you on your job hunting journey. I'm Anita Wu, and I've had several jobs from publishing to broadcasting, and I'm here to find out what employers are really looking for in the people they hire. In this episode, we're excited to have Arpan Sir of Mondelez International, head of marketing Malaysia and Singapore, to have a little chat with us. Hi, Anita. Look forward to the connect. Hi, our friend. Very happy to have you on board. Um, let's. Uh, so, I understand that you've been with Mandalas International for more than fourteen years now, or at least, uh, as you said, in different variations of the company, starting off in India. Is that right? More than that, actually, uh, seventeen years uh, plus. Um, but uh, as I keep uh, thinking, um, you know, the days have been long, but the years have gone fast. Yeah. That's so true. And I think somehow or rather that feels even more relevant in a pandemic. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, time just flies during a pandemic, isn't it? Uh, long days. But yeah, uh, I hope that we come out of the pandemic situation. All of us are adapting to it. Yes. Uh, fingers crossed we get out of this uh, slightly challenging situation externally soon. Can you tell us um, as well what what your company values are? Because, and I'm wondering as well, in terms of uh, Mondelez International and in your position as um, marketing head, what you're looking for is what you're looking for in candidates. Should they resonate in some way with your company values? Sure. See, firstly, uh, Mondelez, is, Mondelez internationally is like a global uh, snacking powerhouse. Uh, and we believe, uh, you know, in empowering people to snack right. We have a very huge portfolio of snack and presence in multiple snacking categories globally. Even in Malaysia, Singapore, we, you know, are present across multiple segments, biscuits, chocolates, uh, mints, uh, beverage, uh, meals like cheese, etc. So what we want is, uh, you know, we want to empower people, give them options to snack, and we want this by having a growth mindset uh, and our strength is our people and our brands, right? And we want to leverage that. And in terms of what we really consider important uh, is uh, inclusivity. Uh, we want you know, to have an inclusive culture. We have a very diverse team hence. And we want people to be courageous, uh, not doing things which are very safe, but you know, just raising the bar, trying uh, a little bit too hard because there's so many things happening now. If you are not courageous, it'll be too safe and wallpaper and people will just not notice what you're doing. In that sense, you you are basically saying that when you hire, you are looking for, how do you pinpoint this? Like from a, say for example, just from a CV and and then to the interviewing process, how do you get the sense that someone's the right fit for your team or the job? I think for every role, what we try and gauge is uh, sort of a role fit. Uh, What are the requirements uh, for the role and uh, how will the candidate fit? Like I was mentioning as an organization, we have an organization culture, uh, but we also, you know, value diversity a lot. So we are open to different types of candidates. What I look at uh, very, you know, at a very distinct level is I try and gauge the the judgment, drive, and influence of the candidate through the interview process, and also try and gauge how eager he or she is to get the role. So I, uh, like I was mentioning, I had uh, uh, marketing for Malaysia and Singapore. 
so uh, malaysia singapore we like we are a cluster we are a part of the southeast asia business unit so i ha- i had marketing for malaysia singapore in mondelez and i have a total of a 12 member team so i had overall snacking all categories uh, and then you know the teams are structured by categories so there's a biscuits and snacks team there's a chocolates team and then there's a uh, a gum beverage and meals team and then there are so i have like five direct reports and a total team of 12 uh, a diverse team and uh, quite a young team who you know uh, has a growth mindset and and looks to do things differently have you ever had to hustle for a role i'm curious about whether you know and and in certain movements uh within within the corporate ladder and in your rise to where you are have you ever gunned a certain position how i know and 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 how did you position yourself to that uh do you have any tips on 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 basically you know sometimes you don't have a choice they just put you there so so yeah tell us a bit more about how you got to where you are very interesting and a great question so first let me uh, let me be a bit provocative uh i think it's a mistake and a sort of a misnomer that the company uh, you know makes your career i think individuals make their career and you need to decide uh, what you want to be yeah obviously the company helps you but first you need to decide so i think the first point is taking charge uh, of my own career and that uh, that has helped me uh, just to give you a perspective i am spending my 18th year in mondelez though i i joined in india and in, when it was cadbury and then cadbury became craft became mondelez so while working for one company i've almost had an experience of working for three companies i've done 12 roles in 17 years and across multiple wow. functions so largely marketing but i've done three roles in sales also and multi category in marketing so as i head marketing overall now but i've worked in all the sub categories that mondelez operates in gum and candy chocolates biscuits and now uh, now uh, overall marketing i've worked for 12 years in india 3 years in a asia pacific um, role and now 3 years in southeast asia so diverse set of experience the point i wanted to highlight is firstly you have to take charge of your career and you need to build capability keeping your future aspirations in mind right so it's not like it will come to me i need to f- plan what where i want to be and develop some capability in me so that i can be a good fit there and i have always used my bosses or mentors to sort of help put almost like a mirror to me and also guide me uh, on on where i can go to you know i think that's extremely important secondly i think what i was mentioning um, i almost think of a career as a career is is like of two halves i almost see it as a, you know you spend almost 40 years of your life working maybe a little less maybe a little more maybe 35 maybe even a little more after retirement some people do i feel the first 20 years is where you build a foundation and to build a foundation you should have different types of experiences the more diverse your experiences are um, you learn more right so i have spent like i said 18 years now 17 18 years and i have 12 12 different roles so i have a lot of experience diverse experiences so it's helped help me become a more holistic leader so now then i can decide what i want to do in the last 20 years or 25 years of my career because having done a width of things so i think be open to different types of roles also and create 
a vision of where you want to and take help from leaders and mentors and bosses uh, to sort of coach you and guide you on building capability to get there. That's that's very that's very very great advice and that's also empowering. I think um, a lot of people, especially in these times when you're looking for a job, and sometimes you feel, "Do I have the right fit?" You know, and and that's and I think that's what is on a lot of people's minds. It's it's you know sometimes there are certain qualifications that you know are prerequisite. Um, are there other aspects to it to a candidate applying for a job that you would consider? Um, being say for example if it's missing on the cv but you think is able to train like what are some of these things that you think is more important or could be considered for a job candidate in their favor firstly as i said there are for every uh, role there is uh, a role fit but then there is something which is uh, which is like unwritten which is what's what what is the you know the personal aspect basically what's the mindset of the candidate is the candidate uh, someone who's ready to learn uh, or at times even unlearn and relearn because the en- environment is changing so much that what you did in the past may not get you success if you keep doing the same thing in the future also because i'm just giving um, in marketing um, we see the boom of digital right e-commerce or even you know the way traditional media advertising was is very different now and a lot of investments have moved towards digital now the digital space is interesting because everything changes i think not every day but every week and every month it's not movement by yeah. year it's movement by month and people need to learn a bit more new skills be open to learning new things be open to ditch what they were doing in the past you know so the ability to learn grasp fast to adapt having the right mindset working with others um so you know, how how well you collaborate with others because we have sort of a network organization net right the, you you can't do everything on your own so you have to leverage partnerships be it externally the creative agency media agency or internally the sales team the insights team in marketing you need to work with others so you need yes. to a point of view but work with others how can you get work done with others these become important aspects that we check at the same time we don't want to be too fixated saying uh, we want a specific profile of candidates because we value diversity and just uh, give you an example uh, i'm part of the malaysia singapore leadership team in our leadership team there are people of six nationalities and in our uh, you know marketing team also it's it's a very diverse team there are obviously malays chinese indians and even people from other uh, countries like uh, you know uk etc so it's a very diverse team because we feel different people bring different strengths on the table have different perspectives and that makes the output stronger absolutely and also the the market is becoming increasingly global so so in order to keep up yeah i i i fully fully back that up <laughs> um can you also just share with us um your favorite thing about managing a team and also how you curate members of your team first thing is uh, you know i love uh, developing people and uh, and seeing them grow uh, so finally uh, i am leading a function uh, but i am basically 
uh, are some of the parts what of all the people that they do the work that they do they make me look good i'm not doing the work i'm just leading them right so unless i actually develop them make them more capable uh, i'm not doing that my job and i i really love spending time with people and you know working individually with them to uh, make them more capable the second thing is creating a vision and stretching them to do what has not been done before um so a making them capable but also stretching them to just not do the mundane stuff day in day out but what can i do sort of so that things you know move and we get and create a legacy so it's a bit of both and i love spending time individually with people and we have uh, a few templates uh, and uh, uh, you know uh, structures in mondelez which help that uh, like we have uh, what we currently call uh, uh, a succession planning process and a talent format for every candidate we basically you know sort of jot down what the candidate has done in the past and then the candidate individually thinks of what roles he or she wants to do in the short term next in like the wow. next 2 3 years and in the next 5 7 years and then we plot what the strengths are and the development areas are and then we almost try and say if, if you want to go from a to b what are the capabilities you need to build and it's a conversation then with the line manager let's say i am having that conversation with my team member saying okay you want to go to a role b in order to get to a role b you want to develop this capability now how can i help you is there a stretch project you want to do which will help you gauge is there a training that you you can get is there a mentor who can help you with conversations because he or she has done something similar in the past so multiple ways but sort of aligning the expectations of the candidate and giving them the right support uh, so that uh, you know uh, they get there and sometimes it it if it, it 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 even means that candidate has a misplaced opinion of his or her performance or potential and then also having that conversation saying oh look you think you can get there but i don't think you can get there with current level then you need to build this capability so it becomes a very input output sort of a conversation which is yeah. very logical and it's not practical. because it's practical also in the sense see it, it everyone wants to grow in the career but i have a simple advice for all of them think of your capability chase your capability if you chase capability your promotions will happen people chase promotions they don't want to up their capability and that's where they get stuck so you mm. continue to build your capability you then don't need to worry about the promotions and career growth it will happen on its own arpan can you tell us as you were coming up in your career maybe you could share what were some of the mistakes that you had made and what you learned from that i think one of the reflections is uh in our organizations in in our meetings etc i think it's extremely important to be crisp and to the point and i think one of the uh, again reflections is towards the beginning of the career uh, and i think that's true for most people you're not as clear and structured so you can be very verbose right and i think at the beginning of the career i was like that a bit 
So I was a bit verbose and uh, sort of relating an experience in from my early marketing days. When I was in India, we used to have these brand plan meetings where typically the entire team would get together and you would present your, a review of, of how your brand performance has been and forward plans to the directors. So you're presenting to the sort of the senior board members and, you know, it's a really important twice a year sort of an activity. And you get like a, a half an hour slot to do your show tell, right? So I've right. got, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of a, uh, graveyard slot, which was the slot after lunch, uh, which uh -oh. anyways is, is difficult because you can't hold attention. People would have had after a long first half of sort of a, a lot of food and, and they're sort of trying to sort of again get back and, and switch on. A little bit comatose, yes. <laughs> that is definitely so, the graveyard slot. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I had that slot and uh, after I presented, there was a question on, on a specific brand and how it was doing. I went like on a monologue for, I think, uh, 10 minutes. I kept talking and I kept talking uh, and, and I was doing it with full passion, thinking that, you know, yes. um, uh, I'm answering the question. But people basically after lunch had sort of switched off. What it did was, uh, and, and it sort of just went, I don't know, like some of them may have dozed off also. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, at the end of, the answering session, etc. I I didn't get any questions also. So typically it would be a back and forth. You will answer and people will question back and stuff. And I realized, oh, I that sort of maybe lost interest, etc. But you know, after that, and this was very early in my career. I think uh, just in my first marketing role, more than ten years back. And and post that, I made it a point to, and it's something that I hold very true. And I I, I try to sort of talk about that a bit more is I feel that all of us and I'm in marketing right so I'm, I'm giving you a, sort of a marketer's view I almost think of each candidate as a brand and how can they do their own storytelling in an interesting way which holds attention and can you know set you up apart from the crowd so if I'm in a meeting also how can I be crisp so that I say things in three to five lines and not take like an hour and the same goes for a candidate in an interview. So if I'm seeing a candidate in an interview, it's answering question is okay, but how can he or she be interesting so that I remember that candidate for something he says or she says. So for me, for, for example, I try using sense of humor at times. Uh, yeah. to sort of, um, you know, the same thing, if you say it in a different way with a bit of humor, that style works for me. But everyone can define their own style. But basically do things in an interesting way, in a crisp way, so that the other people remember the key points and don't lose you in the, uh, in the, in the, in the full details. Yeah. That's a fantastic tip, Arpan. Thank you so much for that. What would you say is a, one of the most challenging aspects about running a team? And, and yeah, tell us about what you've learned from that. Yeah. So, uh, I would, I would probably reference it to a, at, at my level because on, on managing a team at different levels, the challenges may be different. But at my level, I think it's getting the right balance between, um, you know, adapting for today, especially today is, 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 is so um, chaotic because of COVID, pandemic, everything changes every day. So you need to be uh, very, very adaptive so that you are doing things for today and trying to maximize today. But while you do that, you also want to build for tomorrow, right? 
because uh, if you keep doing what you're doing now, you will possibly get stuck and growth won't come in the future. So getting that balance between today and tomorrow and giving direction to the team so that they don't do more of either uh, is, I think, uh, I think really important. Yes, I think it's a it's a different skill set altogether, as you said. You know, the challenges the, the challenges change as we go along, and uh, a VUCA a VUCA situation. Uh, everyone seems to be going on about VUCA for a while now, and I think that was before the pandemic, and then the pandemic happened. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you for those tips. Can you share with us what advice you would give to those who are just starting out their career, and also for those who are further along in theirs? Yeah, sure. So, uh, firstly, uh, um, you know, I, I think uh, a general advice would be people who are considering a new job uh, to not just look at the pay packet. Uh, because I think very often we, I think primarily, I see a lot of candidates doing it. It's important, but not the sole uh, factor uh, in you choosing the role. Yeah. Uh, and why I say it is, you know, you should look at a job uh, as something which uh, will make you, you know, wake up on a Monday morning to go go for work. So uh, I have this quote which I love and I, I often, uh, you know, use it. It says, uh, "Doing what you like is freedom, but liking what you do is happiness." So you you should love what you do. So I've spent 17 years in Mondelez, but I've I've, I've Thought like the time just flew because I had so much of fun along the way. It seemed less of work and more of fun as I as I sort of went through that journey. So, so it's important a hence to look at the overall package and also to think of how you keep building your career uh, and through capability building, as I said, uh, not to chase promotions but uh, chase uh, capability and promotions will happen along the way. So, I think that's for the uh, for the uh, you know people who are sort of at middle level managers etc for entry level people i think be open you are like probably at a stage of the career where you would want to soak in as much of experience as possible uh, but at the same time uh, i think try and be a bit clear on what type of things you want to do sometimes they are also uh, you know you know there's so many advices coming at that early stage of career that people do and follow different things from different people and they're not clear. So I think it's important for you to gauge what you like uh, and try different things in that sub-segment. Be open to new experiences. New people are also, uh, you know, they can learn much faster uh, than more I think there's an advantage to youth. You know, that's yeah. definitely one of the advantages of youth that there's, that there's more time, there's more opportunities for learning and making mistakes as well. Yeah. And the last thing I would say is for the, uh, you know, uh, young candidates is whether it's for an interview or in a, in a workplace is don't hold back thinking that I am new. There are other seniors in the room. So what value can I bring? So let me stay quiet. I think that's a mistake people normally make. Great ideas can come from anywhere, including junior members. In fact, junior members can bring better ideas in emerging fields like digital, et cetera. So don't hold yourself back. Mondelez itself as an organization, the people are very approachable. So we encourage people. We don't uh, follow hierarchy. People can reach out 
two three levels so a very junior level of marketing person who has two levels or three levels between him or her and me can reach out to me if they have an idea or if they are having an issue so be open uh, don't hold yourself back and uh, you know uh, you know the world is your uh, is your oyster and any advice for those who are coming in in more senior levels of management or positions yeah in senior levels i think uh, specifically think of how you would lead a team uh, inspire them because you are not doing the work you are sort of inspiring them how you would develop the team um, develop the team in the sense actually spend more time in the person the capability building of the person the best news for a boss is or for a leader is when he or she is uh, redundant because the team can do the work for him or her yeah so that's that i i tell my team that i want to be redundant so that i when i go and leave um no one misses me because you all can manage in and fill in for me that means that i can go to the next role uh, but yeah so uh, to sort of work and build on their capability and what i mentioned before which is manage efficiently the pressures of today and the challenges of today but equally Uh, set your eyes on the future so that you can grow five years, ten years down the line. Don't just keep doing today's work without focusing on the future. So, getting that balance right is also important. Thank you so much, Arpan, for your time today. It was uh, it, it's been a wonderful chat. I hope, um, yeah, I hope I hope you had fun as well in sharing some of your uh, advice and and of yourself. <laughs> well, thanks thanks uh, to you also anita and the team uh, it was wonderful sharing some of my experiences and and tips which would hopefully uh, be a bit more helpful to you know people uh, looking out and uh, seeking to build career i've i've myself benefited from a few of those these types of talks when i was early in my career and i hope uh, i'm able to contribute and uh, you know help uh, others uh, in a similar sort of uh, stage of their journey so Thanks to all of you uh, for setting this up and all the best to everyone. Thank you and take care and stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Job Street Quality Connections podcast and don't forget to check out the other episodes. While you're at it, also download the Job Street app for the easiest and fastest way to search for the most jobs. 